Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Optimize Your Body podcast and Merry Christmas in advance to each and every one of you listening. Wanted to say at the start, really appreciate your support and keep listening because, you know, it's only going to get better. All right, my friend, it's only going to get better for us. So today's topic is going to be based on how to get into the shape of your life, my friend, in 2023, right? Now, if you're listening to this, the likelihood is you may have fed into the new year, new me trap uh, in the past, but I'm not a big fan, right? And the reason why is because, you know, what difference does it make overnight from the 31st of the 1st, 31st of the 7th to the 1st of, the, you know, of January, you know, what difference is that making overnight, you know, within that 24 hours that you're all of a sudden going to get up and be a new me. And especially when it comes to health and fitness and getting into the shape of your life, it really is uh, not a good approach, right? Because people try and change too much at once, especially when it's like, ooh, new me. It's like, what, you're going to try and change everything all at once? That's what most people do. Try and change too much. Set unrealistic goals that they kind of stick to and then end up back at square one, if not worse. In fact, I don't know if you know the stats, right? But it's something along the lines of, I think they... 80 on 85%, I think 85% of people um, with their New Year's fitness resolutions don't last longer than two months, I believe it is. Something along those lines, right? It just goes to show behavior change and making permanent changes to your lifestyle is not something that happens overnight, my friend, right? So anyway, let's get stuck in, right? So like I said, unrealistic. Now, the first thing I wanted to talk about is making sure that you set realistic goals, Right. So whether you're looking to get into killer shape physically and really level up with everything and optimize, right, every area of your life, or you're someone listening to this who is just wants to get in better shape and just wants to really kind of um, feel better, look better, and perform better, you know, or you may just want to lose some weight. You may be someone who's potentially struggled with weight loss for a number of years, like a lot of my best clients did when they reached out, and you were really sick and tired of it, and you're thinking, right, I want to sort myself out. 2023 is going to be my year. Well, to all of those categories I just mentioned, this is applicable, right? So listen up. With your goals, right? Let's just say, for example, let's use weight loss first, right? We use weight loss, then we use like, you know, building the killer physique, right? Aesthetically by building muscle and getting shredded or whatever. But if you're looking to, you know, lose weight, the first thing you got to look at is I always get my clients, first and foremost, to not focus too much on the weight loss, first and foremost. Now, yes, you have to have the metrics. You have to be monitoring things. And we're big on self-monitoring or optimize your body. We're also big on what gets measured gets married, managed, right? The, the more data we have, the better. That being said, though, you really want to focus on the behaviors and the habits which are going to get you to that weight loss goal, right? So, for example, right, I want to lose pounds. Most of you are in America, right? So, I'm going to use pounds. I want to lose 30 pounds this year, right? So, how do you do that? What, you know, and it, it, obviously it really depends on the person. So a lot of the stuff I'm talking about here is general based on all the people I've coached. A good coach is always going to answer the question with, it depends most of the time, right? So it's always going to depend on your situation, but you want to really focus on like the fundamentals, right? What have I got to do? Where am I falling down in the past, right? What's the mo the top priority for me to get moving towards, towards the weight loss? How's my movement looking, for example? How many, how many steps am I doing? Right, okay. So I'm doing... 6,000 steps a day. So my friend, instead of just going, right, I'm going to do 10K steps, right? Don't don't be stupid with it, right? Because you're not going to, 90% of people are not going to stick to that. Let's say you increase your steps by 2,000 a day, 
or an extra 15 minute walk a day, right? That's an example of increasing your movement. And you start there, right? I'm going to do that until I've cemented that in, right? So let's say, you know, four to 12 weeks, you're consistently doing that 8K steps. And it's now no longer something you're thinking about. It's just part of your lifestyle. You just do it. You just factored it into your day or you've parked further away from work or whatever that looks like to you, right? Another example could be nutrition. Now, research shows this, right? Pre-planning is key. We're huge at that. In, in, my, in my coaching program, pre-planning is something I talk about all the time, right? I'll talk a little bit more about that, about time management. But the first thing I wanted to say is with pre-planning, you really need to focus on, like, for example, with your meals or go into a restaurant. I've said this before, but I'm just going to take my... Uh, Excuse me, ladies and gents. I'm just taking my uh, thing off. It's getting kind of hot in here. Um, you want to focus on planning your meals, pre-planning your meals, right? So, for example, this is just an example. So, or when you're going out to eat or whatever on a weekend, socializing, I've said this before, look at the restaurant, have a look at the menu in advance. It's not being obsessed, my friends, okay? It's simply being aware, okay? And then planning your meals, right? Okay, I want to lose 30 pounds. What does that look like to me? Okay, I need to either A, be consistent with planning my meals, and make that a, a routine. So on a Sunday, for example, I prepare my wheels for the week or whatever, or I get a meal prep company to help me, right? And this is big, right? I get lots of my clients doing this because the reality is if you're not going to prepare all, all your own meals and you're not going to be consistent with that, you're going to come undone, especially when it comes to hitting protein target as well, which is something I will talk about. So pre-planning is key. So look, I'm not going to lose weight. What have I got to do to plan my meals? Boom. Okay. That's that sorted. Okay. That's the first step. So you got to look at the biggest priority, right? Okay. Tracking my food, right? I'm going to track my food consistently for the first 90 days of this year. Okay. So you're breaking it down into blocks. You're not going, right. I want to lose 30 pounds this year. Okay. So I'm going to do cardio weights. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm not going to eat chocolate anymore. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. My friend, it doesn't work like that, right? Restricting everything out doesn't work. Um, so that's just an example. And then also it's like, you know, use another goal as an example, right? You know, performance goals. I want to, you know, run a marathon or I want to, you know, enter a, a powerlifting competition or a bodybuilding comp. We've got a wide range of people listening to this. So I'm going to use those different examples, but it always comes down to the same thing, right? What does the first step look like? How can I break that down into actionable steps? Okay, I'm going to, I want to do a powerlifting comp. Okay, first, when is this? Okay, it's in July. So for the first 90 days of the year, I'm going to focus on hitting X on my squats, X on my bench, X on my deadlifts. How am I going to do that? My training plan is going to look like X, Y, and Z. How am I going to do that? Right. These days are busy for me. I'm going to factor the heavy lifting days on this day instead. You see what I mean? So you've just got to plan ahead and you've got to be realistic with your goals, okay? I could go down the lift and give you loads of examples, but you get the gist, right? Realistic goals. And then, for example, if you're looking to lose 30 pounds, you really have got to focus on your weight effectively takes care of itself. When, you, when you've implemented the right habits and behaviors and you're being consistent at least 80% of the time, right? The weight will take care of itself, my friend, right? So make that the byproduct. Don't focus on that. Even if you're looking to build muscle, whatever your goal is, you're looking to get shredded. You, this applies to everyone, right? Don't like, yes, you want to monitor things. Obviously, if you're doing a bodybuilding comp, that's different. I'm not going to go into that. But just in general, yes, you want to monitor things, but you want to make that the side effect of your daily actions, your daily habits, and your daily behaviors. So with goals, like for, for me, for example, I'm going to call my goals out now and hold myself accountable. I'm looking to do two to three uh, jujitsu comps. So the, my first comp last year, I'm looking to do at least two to three jujitsu. Oh, shit, I've said it now. I've got to do it. Um, so I'm going to do two to three comps next year. Uh, jiu-jitsu comps 
And that's like my main goal, health and fit. I want to, I'm going to start doing, I, I've got to use the right words here. This is another thing, my friend, you got to use the right words. I almost slipped up then. I preach about this all the time. I'm going to start doing more cold water therapy as well. There's one opening nearby. So I'm going to start doing a cold plunge a couple of times a week as the research shows. And I did it before and it, it was awesome, but I moved away from the place. Anyway, long story short, that's my, so let's use my jujitsu comp for an example. Right. What does that look like to me? Okay. I'm going to, I haven't decided which comp I'm going to enter. Let's just say I enter one in April. Right. Boom. How does my schedule look like leading up to that? Okay. Um, how does my weight training uh, schedule look like? So I'm going to have to taper that down, obviously, and ramp up the jujitsu. Okay. Boom. How does that look? And then um, how are you going to, you know, what is your, how are you going to manage, manage your sleep and stress always comes down to with goals. My friend, it always comes down to those big rocks because I made a mistake last time. I don't want to go off on a tangent too much, but I make mistakes when I set goals as well. Did that comp and I was pushing hard with, you know, business was going really well, everything. I was trying to push everything. By the time I got to the day of the comp, I was ruined. So this time around, I need to scale back things business wise, training wise, more so. And I need to prepare myself more. Okay. In advance. So it really is quite simple. I'm going to go into more detail about time management and stuff like that. But the goals you set need to be realistic, okay? And they can't be wishy-washy, right? It's like, but you've always got to look at the fundamental habits you've got to put in place to achieve that goal. And it's not temporary habits, my friend, right? It's changing one thing at a time, two things max, and being consistent with those things until they're part of your life and you're no longer thinking about them, right? That could take a long time for some people. If we're talking about steps or we're talking about consistently hitting a certain amount of protein, you know, whatever that is to you, or consistently doing a certain amount of workouts, for example, with your goals, it's like, right, I want to build muscle. I want to add X amount of weight or X amount of muscle, right? And this goes down to fat loss as well, right? How I always say to my clients, you know, non-negotiables, what's our, what's our minimum and maximum non-negotiables, right? This is a really important one for you, actually. Minimum and maximum non-negotiables, right? And we go by month by month, right? So let's just say you got to do... 16 sessions this month. Okay. Workouts. Your, so your maximum non-negotiables is 16, your minimum of 12. So that means you're averaging a minimum of three per week or your maximum of four a week. Right? So minimum and maximum non-negotiables are really important as well. You can even apply this to steps, right? I want to ramp my steps up by 2000 steps a day. I'm going to set my minimum, uh, you know, let's say you do 6,000 steps, seven and a half thousand maximum is eight and a half thousand. Right? So you give yourself a little bit of wiggle room. Okay but you, you're being realistic then, right? So minimum and maximum non-negotiables, right? Um, so yeah, be realistic with your goals. Rome wasn't built in the day. Focus on one or two habits at a time. And I'm not going to go, I think I'm going to do another podcast on habit change because it's a very, you know, there's a lot more to it. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but the bottom line is set small, measurable, achievable goals, right? Um, get momentum and don't look back, right? So that's the key one. The next one is really focusing on the four pillars of health, right? Don't get caught up with all the bullshit. And that's why you listen to this podcast, because you've got a good bullshit filter, right? Which is why you're listening to me. Four pillars of health. Strength training. Well, I, this is kind of my own modified one, right? But the four pillars of health, strength training, sleep, movement, and nutrition, right? You could add in social connections, but I'm not going to go down that road right now in terms of community. We all know that's the most important thing, relationships, but we're not going there today. So the four pillars of health, right? Strength training. That should be the cornerstone of what you're doing, my friend, whether you want to lose weight, build muscle. That should be the cornerstone of what you're doing with your program in your life, strength training. So how many strength training sessions are you going to do a week? And more importantly, how are you training? Like you, you got to, you know, with strength training, is a, is a, you know, you could be wasting a lot of time and leaving a lot of potential on the line if you're not doing it properly. So if you haven't got the appropriate intensity in your workouts, 
you know, you, you're training the body parts frequently enough. In other words, ideally you're hitting every body part, you know, two to three times in a week. That's why I've said most people listening, they're going to get better results doing full body, you know, training the full body three times per week, for example. Um, then you've got to look at technique as well. Like, you know, is my technique good? Am I really focused on the mechanics of each movement? Okay. And obviously progressively overloading your body as well. So you just got to make sure you're adding a bit more weights or added a few more reps each session, right? And again, I'm not going to go too deep into each one because I'll be here all day, but you know, making sure you've got a proper strength training program. You're not making shit up and doing freestyle workouts, my friend, right? You're going to waste a lot of time. I'm telling you now, you're going to put a lot of work in for minimum results if you haven't got a proper personalized training program, which is geared towards what you want to achieve, okay? Sleep, obviously, is the foundation, okay? So the four pillars, you've got strength training, sleep. Again, not going to go down the rabbit hole. I've talked about that many a times. We've got a podcast on that with Gary Allman, the sleep expert. So go back on that one if you want to find out more about that. Movement. Movement is medicine, but also when it comes to calorie burn, fat loss, you know, with my clients, for example, they all, they're always confused when they say, you know, how much cardio are we going to do when they're looking to lose weight, for example? And I'm like, none. We're just going to focus on integrating more movement into your day and being consistent with that because ultimately you're going to burn thousands more calories every week when you ramp that up. And then obviously nutrition, right? So they're the four pillars you want to really focus on. And again, I'm going to go a bit more into detail, but I don't want to, you know, be here all day, but they're the four pillars of health that you want to focus on. Forget about everything else, all these shiny new objects and all these fads, okay? Be consistent with those things at least 80% of the time, okay? And watch what happens. So the other thing that I want to talk about, I talk about this all the time, tracking your protein and hitting your target consistently. Now, my friend, there's a fine line. I've coached so many people, and what people's perception of high protein is, is not high protein. Okay. People, oh yeah, you know, high protein. I had this, this protein bar. It said, you know, it said it had 20 grams of protein in there. And then I had this, this bread, for example, which was high protein bread. It, it doesn't work like that. Right. Having an at a high protein is going to make sure you build muscle, speed your metabolism up and blunt your appetite. Right. But to do that consistently, right. You got to make sure you hit a target consistently. And how do you do that? My friend, if you want to get to the next level, you are going to have to go through a period of tracking your food and you don't have to track every calorie. Right. This is what I do with a lot of clients, track protein consistently. So I'll get some clients just to track the meat they're eating. And then if they're having any protein shakes, for example, or eggs, just track your protein. It's a minute or two out of your day, two, three minutes out of your day. Make sure whatever target you've set, for example, what you want to be doing, anyone listening to this, just to throw an arbitrary number out there, just to give you an idea, let's just say a gram of protein per pound of your body weight. That's a lot, my friends. That's a lot, right? For the average person, that's probably double what, what they're having for the average person. A minimum is probably like double to triple what most people are having. So let's say, you know, you weigh 140 pounds. That's 140 grams of protein, right? That That's a lot. That's like, you know, two meals with a lot of, like three meals with a decent portion of meat or, you know, two meals with a massive portion of meat on, on each one and a protein shake, for example. It's a lot, right? So tracking that, you know, use my fitness pal app or whatever and be consistent with that. Because that's the biggest problem I see with most people is protein intake. And people say, yeah, I had high protein this, high protein that. Yeah, you know, I had meat this day, that day. And then, you know, the weekend comes around and they're grossly under-eating protein. The average person grossly under-eats protein, right? And even if you're not the average person and you struggle to hit protein, the likelihood is there's going to be two, three, four days a week where you're grossly under-eating protein. You're not going to get the results. Or at best, you'll get results at the start of the year, for example, and then you'll just hit a plateau straight away and you're just, you're just going to slow down progress. So track your protein, hit the target consistently and watch what happens. My friend, if we peel everything back, you'd be blown away. And even if you're looking to get insane shape, right? Or you're just looking to, to be better and look better. 
if you focus on sleep and prioritize that, right, and have a good sleep routine, come away from electronics, put blue light blocker glasses on. Also on the topic of sleep, there was a recent study, by the way, nighttime blue light blocker glasses, people who put them on three hours before bed, like I do, they basically, uh, they, they kept the sleep journal and their sleep drastically improved in comparison to people who didn't wear the blue light blocker glasses. So, And it takes no effort. You've just got to put the glasses on three hours before bed. So if that's one thing you want to take away from sleep on this episode. So having a good sleep routine and making that a priority, getting, you know, however much sleep you need, everyone's different. Let's just say, you know, seven to eight hours a night consistently, but it's more about the quality of your sleep. Um, literally that lifting weights properly and appropriately, not just randomly, you know, doing random workouts, lifting weights properly with a proper program, right? Strength training and then hitting protein. You'll be blown away by what you can achieve, my friends, <laughs> just doing those three things. And ideally movement on top of that as well. You'll be blown away. I'm telling you now, right? It's really quite simple when you strip everything back, but it's the behaviors and it's, 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 you know, it's doing it properly and doing it in a way where you can implement and be consistent. That's where most people come, uh, come apart is because they, their life, life is hard. Life is busy for everyone nowadays. Yeah. So, Everything that you do, like I say to my clients, for example, everything we design is to complement your lifestyle and the way you live and not complicate things. That's what most people do. You know, they complicate their life. They add in loads of stuff in. It's not going to be sustainable, right? So the other thing I wanted to talk about then, so we've got three good points there. I wanted to elaborate because I could easily just do surface level, but you're not going to get any value out of it, my friend, right? The other one then is don't get distracted by all those shiny new objects and all the fads and stuff, right? Because you know, you've got to stay on one path and you've got to focus on, I'll be quite frank with you, the boring stuff, the stuff I'm talking about, it's not sexy. It actually sounds quite boring, but when you start getting the benefits from it and getting the results, right? I always say you need to have some reward attached to self-discipline. Self-discipline has to be rewarding and enjoyable on some level, my friend. Okay. So doing the so-called boring stuff, I love because I, I know how much it levels up every year of my life. Okay. And again, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but don't get distracted by the stuff you see online and all the fads. And I'll be honest with you. I mentioned cold water therapy then, right? Most people have no place worrying about that. If you're looking to get in great shape, you're looking to change fundamental habits, maybe improve your relationship with food, which in turn is going to improve your relationship with yourself, right? You know, and go down the list. You're looking to be a better person, become the best version of yourself and level up your physique and everything else. You don't want to fo focus on the pebbles. You want to focus on the big rocks I just talked about, right? Now, the pebbles, for example, are like, I'm talking about cold water therapy. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of you might be at this level listening to this now. You're in fantastic shape, and you, you love the way your body looks. You love the way you feel. You're performing like an absolute boss every day. Great. Congratulations to you, right? You're probably in the bloody 5% of people like myself, right? So that's why I'm talking about cold water therapy, because I know how much that's going to benefit me, because I've ticked loads of boxes. And to be honest, I mean, there's loads of great benefits coming out on it. Um, but for example, you know, fasting, I've talked about this before, keto, all these kind of things that are tools, right? That are not important to most of you. So forget about all that bullshit, yeah? And focus on the big rocks I've talked about. Get them taken care of first. Your four pillars of health, your strength, training, sleep, movement, nutrition. Get those taken care of. 80% consistency for a year, okay? How about we say that? For 2023, 80% consistency for that period, right? And then watch what happens. Then we can start talking about cold water therapy. We can start talking about intermittent fast and all those kind of things, right? So, and look, when was the last time as well? I said this on the last podcast. When was the last time? I know a lot of people listening to this are, are, are quite a good level, but a lot of people are the average person as well. Um, but when was the last time? Ask yourself this, my friend. When was the last time you were consistent for a whole year? Ask yourself that question with the stuff I talked about. 
consistent for a whole year. Most people have never, ever achieved that. Some people have, and then they fell off, right? Well, some of you listening might be consistent all the time. Great. Again, you're probably in the minority of people, right? So give me a year of those big rocks, and then we'll talk about the pebbles, right? Um, so yeah, we'll just to wrap this up now with a few more points. So I talked about this before, but 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 time management, all right? Scheduling your self-care. Right now, I'm big on this with clients because I do this myself. And you know, my mentor taught me this as well, actually, right? And it's a game changer. Very simple at the start of the week. What are you doing for self-care, for example, right? Because, you know, a lot of you are probably high-performing people, you know, you're busy professionals, and your career and your work might be going phenomenal or might be going quite well, or you might just be paying the bills. Either way, it doesn't matter. Well done to you, right? Now, you focus on that. You lock everything in. You lock your schedule in, but you're not prioritizing your self-care. Like, that's the first thing, thing you should be locking in. And you might be locking in your meetings. You might be scheduling everything else, you know, a coffee with a mate and stuff like that. But, you know, it might be a case of you scheduling in yourself. Like, what am I doing for self-care? Well, you know, you might have a hobby. For example, for me, jujitsu, right? Tuesday, Thursday morning, boom, that's locked in my diary. Okay, training, Monday, I don't have to put it in my diary anymore, but I used to. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, boom, training, done, non-negotiable, right? In my diary. And then uh, even for someone listening to this, it might be your meals, even eating your food. What that, That's not in my diary because I've got like a rhythm now, right? But it used to be. So what time am I eating my meals? Okay, boom. I get a break at this time. I'm eating my meal at that time. You have to lock these things in. Otherwise, the day gets away from you. The weeks get away from you. And once again, the year gets away from you, right? So schedule in your self-care at the start of the week. What are you doing? Are you doing like a hobby? Are you going to go, you know, self-care could be going for a friend, uh, for a coffee with a friend, your exercise, you know, what are you doing for self-care at the start of the week? Lock that in. And then put the stuff, if you struggle to keep on top of things and you're, because we're all busy, like so many people, everyone listening to this, we're all busy on different levels, right? But, you know, unless you make time for yourself and you actually make it non-negotiable, it's not always going to happen. You're going to have meetings which go over. You might have kids. Well, I get that. But scheduling it in, you're going to get a much higher chance of you actually sticking to it, right? When you're locking it in like you would, and you've got to prioritize it, right? You've got to prioritize it like you would an important meeting. It's, it's very simple, right? And you've got to be firm. You've got to guard your inputs as well, right? I know we're all in different positions here, but when you're getting pulled everywhere and you're not guarding your inputs, and what I mean by that is you're not protecting your energy. You're letting people, you're checking your emails first thing in the morning. You're doing this, that, and the other. You know, you, you, you're taking on loads of work. You're saying yes to too many things, right? Which are not going to benefit what you want to achieve with your self-care, with your health, with your body, right? Because if you want to get to where I'm at now, you want to optimize your body. You want to be performing at a high level. And don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect, right? But for the most part, I'm performing at a top level. You know, I feel phenomenal. You know, um, I look great. You know what I mean? To get to that point, you've got to make it a priority and you've got to sacrifice. And guess what? I say no to loads of shit. I'm ruthless nowadays, my friend. And, and again, I know we're in different positions. I'm fortunate enough to run my own business and everything else. But it's still hard to say no to things. And I'm very ruthless now when it comes to my self-care regime because I know I'm doing my clients a disservice. I'm doing the people I love a disservice by me showing up, you know, with, with my cup empty, right? You can't serve from an empty vessel, my friend, right? And I'm passionate about this because I see so many people making excuses. I'm just going to be straight up with you, making excuses and not making, oh, I don't have time, right? You've got to make time. You're not going to be perfect though. That's what I said. You got to be okay, and that's another big one: is perfectionism. Just because you're not perfect and you didn't get your workout in, you might want to hit the off button. And you lose a whole week or a month of consistency. Eighty percent consistency. Don't make excuses, right? Make yourself a priority, right? That should always be number one, regardless of where you're at in life. If you've got kids, you're going to show up better, right? You're going to be better. You're going to be more productive. You're going to earn more money, right? So I'm really passionate about that part because, um, you know, it, it's painful to see how many people 
you know, I hate seeing untapped potential, basically, my friend, right? So anyway, just to wrap this up, another big one is investing in yourself, all right? Now, I I have a mentor myself. Um, I've always been big on investing in myself. Uh, that's can, I wouldn't be here now. I, I don't think I'd be here now having this chat if I, well, I, I would be doing something successful. I'd be in fitness, but I don't think I'd be at the level I'm at now. If I, I definitely, not don't think, I definitely wouldn't be where I'm at now if I didn't invest in mentors and X, Y, and Z and education and whatnot. But for example, with all the stuff I talked about, you know, if you've never invested in a good coach, my friends, like do it. It will be one of the best investments you've ever made. If this is really important to you, of course, it has to be important to you. If you want to really optimize your life, because when you get in better shape, physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, it's going to level up every area of your life, your relationships and everything else, the ripple effect that you have, right? So, you know, a good coach here is going to simplify everything for you and take out all the guesswork and all the time and energy you waste just spinning your wheels. Or if you're not spinning your wheels and, and getting zero progress, you're just not reaching your full potential. You, you're getting like average results. Like who wants to show up and put the work in and get average results, right? So, you know, and it gives you peace of mind as well. And not to mention, like you'll get there in record breaking time as well. Like, you know, no one wants a long result. Let's be honest. I talk about, you know, uh, long-term results. And I said about a year of consistency, because that's true. But no one wants a long result. You should be getting quick results, to be honest. You should be noticing your body respond. You should be feeling fantastic. You should be, um, you know, habits take a longer time to implement, but you should be physically, for example, and mentally, obviously. But let's just talk about aesthetics. You should be seeing rapid results and quicker results than you've ever seen, really, when you've got the right, you know, program and you've got the right um, uh, processes in place, which are adapted to your lifestyle. Because, and another thing as well, like, that's why I keep saying a good coach, my friend, because a good coach, I always say to my clients straight up, to be honest, I say, look, you don't want to rely on me forever. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I, my goal is to make you self-sustaining as fast as possible. Like, I'm not pissing around. I know I talk about long-term all the time and stuff, my friend, right? But, and obviously everyone's different. Some people need to be coached for longer periods. Like the average person stays with me, for example, for around about 12 to 15 months on average. And, you know, you, you really want to be self-sustaining, right? You don't want to rely on a coach forever. You want to have them because a good, there's a difference, right? There's a fundamental difference between coaching someone and telling them what to do. There's a place for me telling my clients what to do and giving them the knowledge and giving them the, the tools and whatnot. But a good coach is going to ask you the right questions, right? They're going to guide you and they're going to help you think for yourself, i.e. self-sustaining, right? So that's why I keep saying a good coach, all right? So look, if you've never done that, do it this year, right? Invest in a good coach and watch what happens, right? Because ultimately, it's going to save you a lot of time, energy, stress, and you're going to get better results than you've ever had, right? So, you know, if that's not a good investment, I don't know what is, my friend, right? And I'm really passionate about this as well, because as I say, I've had coaches myself in the past. Um, so yeah, anyway, I'm going to wrap it up there, right? So I know it was quite a lot of information uh, going into Christmas, but like I always say, dissect a few things out of it, right? And, you know, implement, really. You know what I mean? And the, the key thing is, well, my, my friend, um, sorry, I can't get my words out here, is, um, you know, I'm reinforcing stuff. And I'm coming at you at, at different angles and stuff. And I'm talking to you from experience, having coached hundreds of people, right? I know the important shit. And not only that, you know the journey I've been on. All these things I talked about, I've been through it all, my friend, right? That's one thing I want you to remember when I close this off now, is I've been through all the similar struggles to what you've been through worse with food. I've told you about the binge eating and all my behaviors and partying and everything else. I've done all that shit. I've been through the uh, down to the trenches, 
right? And I've come out stronger for it. And not only that, now it gives me more compassion for clients. It helps me, you know, be more compassionate with my clients. But it's just my experience as a coach. You know, it's like, you know, not far off two decades experience now. So, you know, take a few things out of this, implement. And the key thing is just, you know, I'm going to finish off with this quote, actually, the good old Albert, Albert Einstein, uh, the good old Albert Einstein quote, right? Oh, shit, here we go, trying to remember it now. Um, you know, the definition of insanity, my friend, right? It's doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, okay? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. That's the definition of insanity. So something has to change if you're in a position where you're, A, not reaching your full potential, or B, you spent years and years and years, um, you know, struggling to lose weight or, you know, um, just not getting the... Uh, the results that you want. You know what I mean? Something's just got to change, my friend. That's all it is. The approach needs to change. You need to be smarter with your approach. Okay. Um, so, you know, take those knowledge bombs and put one or two of them to good use and just, just, just make sure you uh, implement because that's the most important thing, my friend. Right. And just to finish this off now, I always like to give people on uh, who listen to this podcast, uh, the exclusive offers, right? So basically in January, um, basically I'm already pretty much fully booked for the first quarter, almost for the first quarter of next year it's you know the demand is crazy um but i do have quite a few slots left now uh, at the moment so i want to let you know in advance i'll be taking on probably about six more people in january give or take um to join my transformation program and look if you're looking to unlock your true potential and get into the shape of your life then you know reach out my friend because you know as i say i wanted to give you first dibs on this because there'll be a ton of interest. Obviously, you can imagine in January, it's just it's just absolute carnage. To be honest, people reached out to me like last year over the Christmas period and stuff as well. And uh, uh, so, yeah, just to let you know anyway. So, look, you know, the opportunity is there for you, my friend. I'll be honest with you, though. I don't uh, like to work with people who are going to waste my time, of course, right? So no time wasters. Uh, only action takers optimize your body, my friend, right? But if you're listening to this podcast, the likelihood is you're a bloody action taker, right? So uh, anyway, yeah, just going to wrap it up there. Um, where, what date are we at now when this is being released? Whatever date it is, it's coming up to Christmas. Merry Christmas. Have a fantastic time, my friend, right? And yeah, you have a really, really good time. Be present, enjoy yourself, and uh, I'll speak to you very soon. Oh, by the way, the best way to contact me is to simply drop me a message on Instagram at Martin Silver Fitness. This will be in the show notes anyway, my Instagram. Uh, that's the best way to contact me, basically. If you prefer to do email, then it's admin at optimizeyourbody.com. Optimize, spell S-E on the end, not Z-E, all right? Spelled the British way, okay? So, yeah, cheers.